This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blackham Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blackham. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the Elijah Bailey Show, Oklahoma's favorite podcast. Yeah. 100% auditorial pleasure. Dig it. I thought I timed that perfect, folks. I was just off by a bit, but welcome and welcome back to the Elijah Bailey Show. This is the 304th episode, and let's do this thing right. This is the show where we believe that if you are overweight, you get no excuses in the gym. Don't bullshit us. We go to school for this. We're trainers. A lot of the shit you say, if you want to know what goes on when we're training somebody, it doesn't matter if they're overweight, doesn't matter whatever it is. Watch my 600 pound life. I went back and watched season one, episode two. This lady said she got the surgery. This is when Dr. No or Dr. Yeah, it's Dr. Now, Dr. No. He he gave him the surgery first and then try to correct their diet. Now, if they don't meet their weight goal and they don't start dieting and, and going through um, therapy, because most of it is psycho psychoanalytic um, a process they have to go through, uh, then he won't recommend them for the surgery. But this lady is like, yeah, I got the surgery. And she's like, I just don't think they've had me here for three weeks on this 1200 calorie diet. And I didn't sign up for this. I was like. He just told you you were going to die, and that's why you wanted to come down to Texas and get this surgery. So when right. I say we don't put up with your bullshit, when you when you put the excuses out, it's because it's, it's shit like that. Do you want to die? Do you want to live healthy? We're trying to help you. But today, right. we have this man, the myth, the legend, God himself. He had to, he had to put the glow out from behind him. Uh, the man, the CEO of Grind and Motivate and KO Kid Fit, which you can find on YouTube, uh, the t- and you talk about a lot of topics when I first started watching you, uh, and I think it was a recommendation from Black Black Revelation. Uh, he was talking about, uh, what were you talking about the first time? I think it was like something with health and fitness. Cause I jumped in. I was like, yeah, I was like, that's the, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, you were referring to like, uh, people that were fighting. You were reviewing a video and, uh, he was like, yeah, if you know how to throw a punch then you turn your hips and we started talking about pivoting and I was like, this man knows about fighting. This man knows about correct technique and form. And as Buck will tell you, that is one thing that is is my biggest pet pet peeve because you don't have technique. You don't have power. You don't have anything else. You're just out there struggling. Yeah. You're out there struggling. But uh, thank you for joining us today, Micah. We appreciate you coming on the show. We were excited about that. Well, you, you heard. We talked before the show, folks. I saw uh, the pitch. It was audio oh, gold. Do yeah. I got a... Is you, my... Is your am what? fucking godly? You are. Yeah, you might have the, uh, oh, the mixture. I didn't, I, I didn't even notice I had that. Was yeah. that on the whole time, even pre-show? I think so. See, I thought he I was... Didn't he was my, I didn't have my headphones on, so I, I wasn't... Damn. I just thought hey. you were doing it because you were jealous of Micah. I just thought but... I just had the the godly yeah, voice, the glow. No, not at all. That was like, that was trippy. No, that's 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 not my position today. Oh, no, that no, not my position. But uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us. And is there anything else that you do out there besides functional fitness workouts and uh, boxing? Because you're a professional boxer too, correct? Uh huh. So. Yeah. Uh, 
anything else? Are you writing books? Are you are you going to be a, a red pill coach? Oh, no, definitely not going to be a red pill coach. You don't want to go with Fresh and Fit? Am I able to go on there? And I said, do you want to go with them, be the third partner? Oh, oh man, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I could not do it. <laughs> I could not do it. <laughs> be the i guess the third beta male to the crew <laughs> beta beta <laughs> that's my favorite thing right there but is there anything else that you do anything else that's coming up for you uh, uh right now i've been i've been kind of diving diving back into uh you know working on animation and stuff like that because mm-hmm. i went to uh, like art institute for you know for that kind of stuff or game game art design kind of things and stuff like that so i want to actually use it because i spent so much of my time boxing after i got done with that degree that i haven't really used it so i think it's time to go ahead and now you know jump into that because they say that the average uh salary is with like 90 something yeah so uh i use the skills might as well it's, it's very yeah. aggressive nowadays especially yeah. since yeah. the digital world is even going even further than what it was probably when when you went into school so mm-hmm. uh, i mean you could i mean that especially the animation that people are relying heavily heavily on that mm-hmm. um what what made you want to get into animation even even when you was a wee lad? Um, I I just always kind of just I thought I thought it was cool. I really enjoyed like drawing stuff and, and uh, you know just seeing it come to life. And I think like I guess I like seeing it come to life would be a really cool thing. Like just drawing it is one thing, but then seeing it move around and everything that that would be fun. And I mean, as you see with my skits and everything like that, I, I like being creative and stuff. So and making little voices and stuff. So that would be even cooler. I could just kind of I could kind of throw anything out there if I do that. Versus mm-hmm. in real life, yeah. Uh, Where's that? You started whooping. You had fresh whooping fit or a fit whooping fresh with the belt. I was like, oh. no, no, he didn't. But then you did. Uh, you, you were making references to anime, and I was like, okay, so we have a boxer, we have that in common, and he's talking from a yeah. functional knowledge, uh, kinesis base, and then also uh, we're talking about anime characters and what these people are looking like out here. And then there was a switch and a progression, so. When you first started grinding and motivate, what was your overall uh, vision compared to where you are now? Uh, it was like I don't know. I guess it was kind of just like uh, just kind of helping young people out, helping young guys out. And then I kind of started to realize that uh, I don't want to look like how you know like fresh and fit and those guys look, where it's like strictly geared to men and just uh, and like way kind of I guess kind of kind of in a way misogynistic or just like bad looking mm-hmm. and, uh, I, just, I figured I could help everybody and then talk about a little bit of everything you know some things fun some things not and just you know get my insight on that yeah uh, I guess prevent some guys from making some little mistakes I might have made when I was younger yeah and I think you do a, a good job on your own but now you've progressed to having Angie sit in the seat with you and get two I, perspectives and yeah. I think the thing that you do very well both you guys is taking each other's uh input and then processing it and discussing it discussing it on camera even if you do have opposing ideas because sometimes you're like nah you're you're over here being too too kind to these people that's not what's going on but you're like but then you're like i could see your point of view because somebody else out there and you bring another perspective which would draw somebody else in um Mm. outside the skit so i think from where i jumped into now you've grown exponentially how has uh, that been, you know, collabing with other content creators? Um, it's, it's been cool. I haven't, I haven't collabed with anybody. It's probably probably Duke and Don or Black Light mm-hmm. Revelation in a, in a few months. But uh, 
Man, it's, it's been cool. I, I enjoy it. I think it's, it's pretty fun. Let, let me ask you. Yeah, let me ask you a quick question before we dive too much into that. Uh, I know you you do talk about uh, how you can uplift uh, younger individuals, especially males. What what type? I want to get your perspective on it because you you talked about it in a broad on your on your platform. But what do you think is the the negative effect that shows like uh, what's those two goofballs called again? Fresh and fit. Fresh and fit. I mean, because this is it's completely against what I believe in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nothing I would even dare to even try to raise my, my two sons on. But right. coming from uh, you with the platform, like, what do you say is the negative effect that talking like that to a mass audience can have? Uh, you know, they they kind of they kind of paint everything with a, a you know a really broad brush. So it seems like uh, they make it seem like every single woman is like how they have those women on that panel. Like uh, they mm-hmm. they make it seem like every woman is like how they are in Miami, and that's not the case. And then you know they yeah. say silly things like uh, Myron's got like a high value man <laughs> checklist. Like you have to have fifty bodies, and you have to make a hundred thousand for uh, some odd amount of years or something like that. And I, yeah. I don't. I just don't agree with it. I mean, I think you should be trying to make as much money as you can, but I don't think that uh, you have to do that to feel some type of value for yourself because I think about when I was a younger guy, how you know I didn't have any money and I felt like you know I was a little less than I feel like that would be the case for a guy who might be watching Myron and them, especially if you can't get 50 bodies. What if you're like a really trash-looking dude or fat? Or, you know, you're just in a bad predicament where you can't get them. Now you're just feeling less than for something that's silly that somebody made up. Yeah. No, that's um, one thing. Definitely, I mean, that's pretty. I'm pretty sure there's a few. I definitely don't agree with the uh, the high value man exercising his options instead of cheating. Like, I think that that's dumb. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy, silly thing. Like, uh, I guess men men uh, exercise their options and women eat. I mean, I think it's pretty much the same thing on both sides. So those are just a few things. Yeah, they. Um... Like a couple of you notice that that whole collective, that whole group just tries to spin and repurpose the same words in a different fashion and act like they found something new and then they hop on each other's channel. Um, And this kind of speaks to you because every video you could have like, I don't know, like six to eight drop in a week. And they're all I mean, it's still the same format, talking to the audience, discussing the issue, but they're vastly different. Like you said, from comedy to, uh, you know, serious issues, relationship issues, reviewing of something else. And then to be able to fit those skits into and that other creative aspect, it's like if you're in this network, if you're in this space, it's already hard for black content creators as it is to get out there. You have to be authentic. You have to be original. You can't recycle and also call yourself somebody that is some sort of influencer giving people information. If it's incorrect, you have to have some kind of actual value to what you're saying. And sometimes that can be challenging too, because, uh, you know, I think being authentic, even though that's what society demands and says that what we should be mm-hmm. uh once you become an influencer you see how it's very easy to be unauthentic mm-hmm. to be able to grow your platform even even bigger um uh how have you tried to like to keep that balance like have you ever have you had to a moment now to where you had to kind of second guess some content you was going to put out because you just be like man maybe that may am i am i cloud chasing or am i is this not really me or or, or how do you balance making sure you're keeping like uh, bet, the best authentic way as you can to yourself. 
Uh, so far, like uh, like like what you said was a good point, like about guys being unauthentic and everything. And I think that that kind of comes when you get to like a certain level. Like I don't think I'm at the level right now where uh, I guess I don't have that extreme influence or something like that where I have to, I guess, cut back the things that I feel I actually mm-hmm. really feel. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I have, I've kind of just put out the way that I feel for the most part on everything. I mean, there. Are, I mean, there are definitely things. I mean, you can't say due due to terms of service and everything mm-hmm. like that. But uh, mm-hmm. for the most part, I think I've been pretty much authentic who I am. Like, I think there are a lot of uh, black content creators who have kind of they kind of just acquiesce to whatever whatever the you know the, I guess the mm-hmm. way things are going in society right now. Like, I would think uh, I guess I can't really I I would I would say I've been preaching, but they're not like American black, so I would say that that's kind of a different thing the way that they think about stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, you also said uh, as far as black conservatives, I mean, uh, as far as black content creators, I think black conservatives tend to uh, tend to really go outside of who they are to to go for that, that special audience over there. Like, look at a guy like uh, Officer Tating. I mean, I don't know if you yeah. agree with him or not, but I mean, the things that he says, it's like you can't really believe that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, dude. Some yeah, people seriously. will look up and say the sky is purple. I'm like, what? Are you, where are you looking? Yeah, you'd be like, you there's no way as a black man you truly, truly feel this way. Because exactly. like, you, no you have to be bullshit. Yeah. yeah. If our yeah. if our minds are that far apart, if I hit you, you should love it then, right? <laughs> like, don't don't go right. calling nobody. Don't cry. Don't sit around. Nah, nah just smile it off and come get another one. Right. Let's test right. this theory. What is uh? What were you about to say? No, you keep going. Okay, I, I was gonna say I think that's kind of why uh, Fresh and Fit have kind of grown to where they have because they mm. they kind of I guess they kind of cater to a, sp- a specific audience with yeah. you know, some of the rhetoric that they speak. Even not even that, just the the dating portion, but the, you know the the kind of like slightly anti black thing they've got going yeah. on. Well, I think is something that's helped ridiculous, them but yeah. yeah, ridiculous. It's just like I don't it's that kid it's like a little kid that just learned something and so the whole world has opened to him so they'll say uh what was it like a real man doesn't get emotional and then somebody will say man i don't really like your shirt what do you mean you don't like my shirt and then put on like a dunce hat and then that little kid comes back yeah and i'm like bro what are you doing if, if I showed my wife that, she slapped the shit out of me. She sit your ass down and quit crying like that. Like it's like you can't say you're an apex predator, an alpha, eating eating like lean meats and then trying to be vegan and having <laughs> queef farts and shit. You gotta, <laughs> if you're gonna talk that shit, then walk the shit. But again, like like you said, once everything started coming out for them, what they pandered to stopped working a lot of people started seeing things that they didn't like you had a group that uh left after they saw that they were paying for girls and and had sugar babies then you had a group that left after uh they had girls yelling at them and it's like everything just kind of crumbles when you're trying to fit a a narrative that somebody else created that they're not keeping hold of i was like if i would have looked over and saw some of these other people and looked at their channels and like the same content's coming out or nothing's coming out of them. Like, dude, we gotta, we gotta do something else. But like you said, how fast they came up, gave them that arrogance instead of being grounded in what their original mission was supposed to be. That's very true. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, brother. I I, I didn't have anything. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) 
Because I want to start talking about the good shit. I okay. Start talking about the good shit. Uh, What's the good Elijah, shit? Well, boxing. For oh. One. Anime. Okay. How many people you killed? That's what he wants to know. Let's go there. Okay. Um, what what got you into boxing, and how long how long you been boxing? Um, I you remember that that show a long long time ago, man. It was like contender. Oh, shit. He's about the ages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was like that was like the original thing that kind of inspired me. But my okay. mom was kind of you know you, you know how moms are stuff, and you know you got the mm-hmm. transportation issues and everything like that. So I couldn't really get started. So I got started like uh, like at eighteen. And then uh, I, I kind of was thinking like uh, it would be like I originally was playing football, so I, re- I mm-hmm. thought that it would be a, a great alternative way to both get in shape and learn yeah. the skill at the same time. And then you know as time went on, I started to like that a lot more than I liked football. I thought that it was it was better to be able to depend on myself than to depend on this guy here. And mm-hmm. then and then as far as uh, football goes, I don't have to I don't have to you know rely on some coach who might be playing favorites to, you know, to, to put me into the game, right. anything like that. It's, it's, I could just get in there regardless. Like, 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 yeah, if you want to go get your ass beat, okay. That's what, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's what they feel like. Mm. So I, you know, I kind of have my own destiny in my hands with that. Mm, I like it. That's, that's the way it is. Like you can't, sometimes you can't describe it. Cause I know when I told Buck, I was like, Hey, mm. Just come on up. I don't want to hit nobody. I was like, I don't want to hit nobody either, but if I have to, I will. Yeah. And I was like, come on well, up. Don't I, worry about I think it. it. I think yeah. it's also slightly different because your friend's asking you to come well, up too. Not, and you're like, yeah, it's, it's the friendship element. But I think growing up, I never associated fighting with any type of positivity. Mm-hmm. Like it was always a way to let out aggression amongst or towards someone that has offended me uh, or offended someone that I'm close with. Yeah. So when you was like, yeah, tomorrow we're going to start boxing. I was like, well, who? Like the bag? Like which bag? Am I, which which bag is going to be my bitch today? And he was like, no, this person. I was like, huh. Well, I don't know how I feel about that. What did they do to me? And then hit you even, back. Even that, yeah, Even that day leading up to it, I was just kind of like, I wasn't like a nervousness, but I was just confused. Because I wasn't, truly, I wasn't scared of anybody. But I was just scared. I was trying to scared process more. it. Like, yeah. I was trying to process it. I was like, so do I need to get mad before we start sparring? I mean, like, how, how am I going to really be able to give someone a true sparring session? And I'm not whatsoever, uh, you know, angry at them. But then I started learning. That's when you start learning the whole. This is like chess. This is this is like a sport. This is it is a sport. I mean, but it, yeah. it truly is. It's like a you're it's you're, it's a constant game of your own wits. And, and and like you said, you don't have to rely on anybody else. No yeah. one's about to protect you, mm. <laughs> and, and and no one's about to you know do the hit for you. This is all based on your mindset. Mm. I mean, the physical part plays a huge portion into it, but your mindset plays so much more into it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was more than just you telling me go in there and fight somebody. It was just like yeah. whoa. Right. <laughs> right. I eased my friend into it. Like uh, I have kind of the same story. My friend, he was he was kind of losing weight, and you know I was teaching him the moves and everything. We had a mm-hmm. boxing on the bag, and I was like, "Hey man, today we're gonna have you punch somebody in the face." He was, like, was just like how you were. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> and then, then why would I do that for? Right. Mm-hmm. What did they do to me? Like, oh man, I, I want to do that again. He enjoyed it. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, after that became a it became a, a, a sick drug. Then yeah. I'm like, well, I was like, you're gonna fight Emily today. 
Bring that little girl on. Where's my son at? No, but it's from our side. It's like, oh, somebody else is coming into the fold. And then when you see that there's a thirst for knowledge there, like, okay, that's that's why you're here. Like that part of it, that technical side, being able to adapt to changing conditions or whatever happens, that will stay with you longer than me holding this bag and slapping it so that way it makes you feel good. Or we hidden these baby bags over here. You never spar with anybody. I want you guys to have practicality because that's what you're paying for. Whether you know it or not, it's a combative art. That's what you're paying for. You, you never take hitting someone lightly. And we've talked about this before. It's like, man the amount of anger that was found and we'll go back to fresh and fit show with men to women. It's like, there must've been some heinous shit said to you guys to have that much anger. Cause they, they're like balling up their fists watching this YouTube channel all their lives. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, once you know how to fight, you don't want to. Cause when I, when I fuck you up, you're not going to be the same and I'm not going to feel any way about it. Like it's not going to make me feel better. It's like this this part of what I'm doing is my training. It's me training myself and trying to meet and and expect ex, uh, exceed my expectations as I exceed those goals. Like there's no reason for me to sit here and try to pander. Uh and I I I remember Buck <laughs> tried to get he just tried to get me into some fight. <laughs> <laughs> you told me stuff that people said <laughs> like it at parties and shit like uh people were like oh yeah he said he could take you and i was like oh okay he's like no 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 but what he said is like he could really take you <laughs> like you do i told i told him about what you do i was like I, that's fine i don't care no i told him what you do but he said you a little bitch and he could he knows three to five moves i'm like tell that motherfucker wherever you want to fight we'll fight okay let's just go ahead just we'll have a spar match he can. He don't even need to wear gloves if he don't want to. I have my gloves on and just give him a it's quick just, thirty second. It's just me provoking. Yes. Like, I, I wanna, yes. I and in, I want to see this in the wild. And and I feel like <laughs> on our side of it, it's like yeah. When I get bucked, <laughs> hey, did you see what he said about your wife over there? He said he said he could. Yeah, you might want to hit him with a jab first, but go over there, go over <laughs> and get him. But uh, but the uh, boxing side of it now, how? Now that you've been in it and you're a professional, what things have changed in your mind uh, as you've continued to progress through your career and from fight to fight? Um, I, I would definitely like uh, like Buck was saying, mindset and like you you and Buck were both saying, mindset has played a huge part in it. When I first first started, I would be uh, I guess I would be like really really nervous or I guess uh, anxious to get into the ring. And you mm-hmm. know, like as time has went on, I have calmed down a lot. Um, I guess it's, it's taught me a lot of uh, work ethic and stuff because you know you have to get your run in, you have to get your work in on the bag, you have to go train with your coach when you don't feel like it. You're sore as hell, mm-hmm. so <laughs> you know like, little things like that. It's definitely taught me mental toughness and physical toughness. So uh, those are just a few things, and I, I guess you know being able to travel because it's, it's taken me a couple a couple different places that I probably would not have been had I not been boxing. boxing. What uh, what way do you fight now? I fight it. I fight at one sixty, and I fight at one sixty five in amateur. And then uh, that's your natural weight, or do you have to cut? Not at all. Not at all. Definitely have to cut, man. Ooh. I'm uh, probably I probably walk around regularly around uh, you know between seventy five and eighty. So mm. that's, that's, that's a good cut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I tell people, I fight at my weight, uh, and I'm uh, right now I am two ten since the surgery, but I, I've, I've always fought heavy. I don't. Yeah. I don't like cutting. I have to to get 
specific tournaments but i'm like dude that no i just need to fight just move me up how old are they they're they're grown men i'll fight them i don't care just don't i ain't trying to cut weight buck i think you need to get in the ring man me i feel like it's funny it's it's funny we're even talking about that because Mm. literally last friday freaking night um i did something at work and my right elbow just like cringed and, and it, it made brought you. me back. No, it made me think back. I was like, fuck, I think I hyperextended my elbow. And then DeAndre was like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, this is the same feeling that I had when I connected. And and it was a good jab. It was solid. Yeah. I connected right in Elijah's chest. Like, yeah, yeah. I, it I was wide that. open. It was wide open. I, boom, right, bow. Good, solid. <laughs> Ah shit! I look like Vegeta afterwards. I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> I was like, shit. So you okay? Shit. You okay? Buddy? I was like, no, nah, fuck that, fuck that. Don't okay me. I'm about to whoop your ass with one hand. I'm about to whoop your ass. I'm about to whoop your. Now he, it's personal. I'm about to whoop your ass, nigga. He was, he was, he was. I didn't very, stop though. No, he's very stop. dedicated. He wanted. He's like, how much time we got left? I want to finish this because we started. Then I'll check on my arm. We can throw it on the floor if we need to, but we got to finish this one. I was like, all right, let's go, let's go. Uh, but yeah, but you're so, right. I mean, I mean, that, that is like, that is like one of the best physical, cardio, strength, and mental workout, I believe. And I'm, I'm an yeah. avid, you know, I love working out, but getting in the ring, sparring, even hitting the bag, it's, it's such a mental, physical, I mean, it, it literally hits on everything. Mm-hmm. Dude, you have somebody hit the mitts, like a hundred jabs on both sides, you can break up into tens, they're like... Why are my sides hurting the next day? I was like, oh, you, you know, you use your obliques and, you know, there's there's muscles there you use. But, yeah, that's, that's, all we did was hit that little bag. I was like, yeah, that's a good workout, isn't it? Now, uh, downplay it. Yeah. The, the, uh, how <laughs> have you had anybody just come up in the gym first day and challenge you to a fight? Because it's like, I think I can take that guy. I think I can hang with him. Hmm. Uh, not really. Like, uh, like I guess, right. I guess when we right. used to have this gym on uh, Gresham Road, it's like uh, East Atlanta used to be having uh, all the hood guys would kind of come in. They'll challenge some of the fighters. Like, uh, like one time, uh, this guy named Matt Truck, he's actually pretty big. Now he, uh, he fought some dude and he hit him with an overhand right and had him stumbling around and everything. <laughs> and then uh, another time, some dude came in and tried to spar me, and he, it wasn't really, uh, you know, it wasn't really anything for him. Yeah. But, two things will happen one they'll get hit and knock their out of them or two they'll they'll start gasping before they even reach you because nobody's yeah. in shape they look like they're in shape oh, but you're not in shape dude it's very true dude. especially on that level mm-hmm. i mean shit, yeah. I, I there have been times i thought i was in shape um and i think there were times even me and you as training elijah like when it we will be focusing purely on you know boxing or mm-hmm. something like that where you'd be like Damn, I could have sworn I was over here running a mile every morning. Why do I feel so out of wind? Where is that bell? Where is that bell? Damn it. I mean, it, just, it, it gets, it's like I said earlier, it's, it's a completely different type of uh, of training. Toughness you have. Uh, Caleb Haldane in chat, he said he'll take you, Buck. He'll fight hey, you. Hey, tell him I got a couple things he can take. Oh, don't. He, he can take it that way, too. Make mm. that right, Caleb. Nick Johnson. He saw the wing. He said, Bring fuck Nick, no. too. Don't, don't, don't do it. Uh, Enough baby oil for all of us. You know what? You did not come and take any 
thing this Saturday when we played Dragon Ball Fighters. You you man, set that one out. What happened? Dude, you you guys oh. doing that nine is killing me, man. You guys nine nine is too late. I can it's, do it earlier now that I'm not. Now that yeah, I'm we, off. Might have, we might have to crank that back up to like seven because me getting okay. home and trying to stay up to nine. And then this past Saturday, I had two shows to do too. And I was like, I got to get me some sleep. Mm. Yeah, this man so. making the old man decision. I need a nap. Oh. I need a nap, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'll play video games with y'all a little bit later, bro. But I'll watch so the reruns. The reruns was nice. Oh yeah, it was real nice. It was real nice. Uh, yeah, but talking about <laughs> talking about Dragon Ball Z. What is your favorite anime Don't right now? Why would right you now, you said the question that we all just hate. I'm saying right I, now. I, I guess I'll just go basic, basic Jones, Dragon Ball Z. That's kind of oh. all I can really, yeah. Basic Jones, you can't really go wrong with it, I guess. No, no, dude. See, you don't have wrong with calling out the OG. He's doing the Lord's work right here. We need more people to say that. You can't go wrong with DBZ, especially if you like my hero or any any action (laughs) shonen. They they they're based off Dragon Ball, so you gotta love me. Me and one of your homeboys, uh, Elijah Joshi boy, Mm -hmm. we just got the we just actually got the phone. Maybe was it good this time or like? Yeah, it, it, it was a good conversation. Okay. I apologize about you know how much hate I had against Demon Slayer. Um, we talked about how Dragon Ball Z, like no matter what, that's that that was a civil rights of mm. anime mm. for a lot of us. You know that was what introduced yeah. us to anime. That's what introduced. Yeah. I feel like our culture, black people, into oh, yeah. like man, this is this is dope. We have always been infatuated about you know I think the Asian culture, even oh, yeah. the Japanese you know movies. All that stuff, we were always fascinated by it. And then anime was perfect for our generation mm-hmm. uh, because it was coming right in live for us. So, yeah, uh, yeah Drag- Goku is a civil rights leader. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That whole little block of Toonami, you kind of. Yep. Yeah. All right there. Mm, you, you hawker show. I was, uh, I played the, the Big O promo from Adult Swim mm, today. I, I, saw I made that like a today. real. And yeah. it had like, oh, I felt so I liked so it right good. before we went on live. Yeah, I was, I was listening to. I was like, uh, he's about to start doing these. Yeah. I'm about to, about to I, feel back at home with these reels. I was hoping that my voice would turn out like that someday in a future you're where everyone close. does, huh? You're, you're, you're a lot closer than I am. Yeah, but it's not, it's not there though. Like that's, that's uh, the deal that keeps you from being great. You know, yeah. if it's not exactly there, it's, you ain't got it's, that two ninety promo voice. Nah, nah. I'll but still got work to do. I'm gonna have the Boonani. That's the black Toonami. I'm gonna bring that channel into okay. existence. We're gonna take over the block, and I'm gonna be the voice of Boonani. Um, <laughs> when did you start getting into anime, Micah? Um, exactly around that time, man. During the Toonami mm-hmm. uh, period, man. Uh, it was definitely Dragon Ball Z. I remember I was be going to football practice and I didn't want to go because I wanted to watch that instead. Yes. Mm. Just be mad because it used to take forever for them to get the fight scenes going. Yes. Watch, um, yes. Yeah, so that was around the, the same time. Mm. Dude, They'd be man. super sad when you yeah. miss them episodes. Super sad. Everybody Never like, were watching it on the life, but you knew when you was missing them episodes. He's like, the sun is telling me, Goku's ah, they on right now. <laughs> <laughs> am I not at home? Yeah. am I not at home? Right, you watch every episode except for the one they fought. Yeah, yes. exactly. Next, next time. time you get home, next time on yeah, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, no! Come on. Right. Right, there was nowhere else to go find and watch it like no, it is now. No, oh, you were like, stuck. This generation yeah, is so spoiled. About it. So spoiled. Oh, man, it's crazy. 
dude, you can't get them to do anything or find anything. I was like, there's still libraries. Like, and you have one in your hand all the time. How do you not know anything? Ready to ask yeah. somebody something all the time. Right. Right, some girl was asking what the definition of something was the other day. I was like, yeah, fun. I said, I know you're in trouble if you don't understand the power that you have in your hand right now. You have a phone. Yeah, Mm. that's crazy. Like, I'm thinking about how much of an advantage that is to have that thing in in the classroom. Think about God. Never did anything wrong. Like they like they used to when we were kids. Like it was like you you saw that phone. It was like you get it took immediately. You Mm -hmm. won't have it until the end of the week or some craziness. Now it's exactly. his phone because it's like they needed to call their mom and all this. Imagine having all that at your fingertips. You go, uh, you see a little math problem that you don't like the way it looks. You go check that phone out. You got the answers. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. Like I said, I have a 10 year old son right now <laughs> that, you know, he, his iPad, you know, boom, 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 boom. He could quickly throw in some of these equations or whenever we're doing some of his work because he's homeschooled right now. And he'll, I'll be like, well, where'd you find this answer? At? Oh, I Googled it. I'm like, well, well, damn, my boy, that's not the right answer. You Googled the wrong thing, but I was trying to figure out how'd you articulate this this whole this quantum plagiarism equation that I'm yeah. reading. I know this isn't your word. I'm trying to figure out where'd you get it from. I, I Googled it, Dad. I, I took this word and you know this word out the question and Googled it. I was like, oh, well, shit. You're, you're getting advanced to a college course and you just failed right now. You just Let's failed, plagiarism. My boy. Now you get your ass failed. outside. Go cut the grass with some scissors. Learn something, oh, boy. Go cut the grass with some scissors. Dude, don't don't <laughs> laugh. I, I tell that story a lot. My grandpa made me do that. And he it wasn't oh. even like punishment. It was just like we cutting the grass. Get the scissors, edge yeah. it up. I'm like and we had he had like four properties. Wow, I know that took a very long time. All day. Yeah. All that was like day. that was almost uh my first gig to uh, my first introduction to getting my own money was cutting people's grass. Mm, yeah, nice. I, I know the, I know the struggle, so I know it was uh, definitely tough with the scissors. Hell yeah! See, I've yeah. tried to step back, dude. I've tried to step back from grass, and once you do grass, certain things bother you about grass that you can't let slip, and it's just like. <sighs> And Jessica's like, oh, I'll go. No, I got it. I already got it. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to rake this, and I'm going to put that over here. So I'm I'm good. You need something to drink? No, you're just going to piss me off. Just let me be out here dry mouth. Mm. Uh, Let's do this. We have been into the show for 37 minutes. Um, We had, like, uh, some some questions here in chat before we take our break. Oh, Stone just said he finished the first season of Demon Slayer last night, actually. Uh, good job, Stone. Nice. You got two more to catch up on. Uh, they get nasty too. Uh, and then Caleb, so I feel like it is um, it is anime like DB. Oh shit, where to go? Yeah, DBZ and movies uh, like Shaft, Foxy Brown, and Black Gun have roots in Chinese martial arts films. That's correct. Uh, which is why they are so likable. Yeah. No, that's you can see a lot What's of stuff. Uh, Caleb Haldane. <laughs> that's why yeah. how Dan comes to the barbecues. Yeah, yeah. He understands. <laughs> yeah, he can stay. He doesn't have to just drop off the ice and leave, you know. Which I revoked yeah. her. She can't even drop Especially off ice no just more. Ice. Just <laughs> ice. No. Yeah, no, she can drive by and be like, No hey. food. No yeah. food. We yeah, just, keep, just ice. Keep going. Um, ice. <laughs> but yeah, if if you just like look back at a lot of series, you see, you know, martial arts uh influence and then how that and you'll see it from uh, like Akira Toriyama. Everything he puts it in, he has some sort of martial arts or 
actually martial arts and film are like his top two things besides comedy. So he does a lot of film references, like the planes that he draws in Dragon Ball are references to a, a film. He adds uh, Frankenstein from uh, the Frankenstein books in the film and Dracula. He has these characters into his work. And I feel like that's something uh that not only connected us because the old like caleb said foxy brown black belt jones uh enter the dragon fist of fury but also our black exploitation where we added a lot of our own stuff into films and like dolomite is the funniest shit to me i love dolomite pd weestraw he's he rudy ray moore can do no wrong for me um But it's just that it adds a lot of stuff because when he started uh, cussing and then started rhyming, I was like, oh, yeah, it sounds like my grandma. My grandma will uh, R&B on your ass with some <laughs> with some very uh, nice explicitives, uh, expletives. But uh, that being said, let's go take our first pause for the cause and then we'll come back because I already asked you to uh, give us a recommendation. Our recommendation, our Talio Say character is going to be a little bit different than it normally is. Uh, so we'll be right back with episode 304 of The Elijah Bailey Show right after this. Hey, friend. Tired of having to tirelessly train to level up? No matter how many adventures you go on or how many quests you complete, you're still a few XP away from ranking up. Don't get me started on leveling up your equipment or getting to a rank where you can wield a weapon you got 40 hours ago. Don't you just wish there was a way you could have a sidekick that had everything including your training already pre-programmed inside of them? Well then you'll want to order your con today. At the low price of 10 bags of rice, you'll get the Knowledge Operating Nano Friend delivered to your front door within minutes of purchase. Finally, a way for you to overcome the fallacies of the creator's world and become the hero you were always meant to be. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit the website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. You can also email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. Looking for your voice to be heard? Have a passion and want to share it with those of a common mindset? Have a business or brand that needs to get the word out but don't know where to advertise? Contact Blackened Studios, a full-spectrum, cutting-edge podcast studio that services clients from all over the country. Blackened Studios offers you more than just a podcast. We offer you an experience. In-house production from audio-video recording, editing, marketing, advertisement, and exposure with over thousands of people listening weekly. Black & Studios doesn't hesitate to back local businesses. So when you want your voice heard, Black & Studios has your back. Search Black & Studios on all social platforms. Email at podcast at blackandstudios.com or visit us at blackandstudios.com. And remember, it's Blackened. And 
we are back with episode 304 of the Elijah Bailey Show, and we have the man, the myth, the legend, the guru, the master, the priest, the commie of it all, Micah. Pastor <laughs> Reverend himself. <laughs> uh, and uh, we were talking everything from fitness to uh, boxing to uh, being content creators, and there's some more boxing on uh, Bucky's mind. And I, I feel like that that elbow just takes you into that space, that Hajime no Ippo space, and you're sitting here. Mm. It does. Even right now, I'm kind of like stretching, and I can just feel the tinge mm. right there. And I'm like, oh, that pain. I deserve this pain from not training. That's what I deserve. <laughs> Um, have you seen Epo? Yeah. Hajime Epo? Mm-hmm. Did you watch that before you started boxing or after you started boxing? Ooh. I watched that. That was significantly after I started boxing. I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely after. How did it, did it speak to you in a different way than what Dragon Ball Z spoke to you? Uh, because A, it is anime, but it was definitely focused hardcore on boxing. Uh, did mm-hmm. it feel more than just an anime? Uh, slightly like it would it would be certain things that uh that they would say in there that would have me like okay that's that's exactly how we think to a degree but it's like uh we won't say it like mm-hmm. uh he'll be like yeah I'm scared I have to I have to fight the number one boxer or something <laughs> like that <laughs> or you know you have to there's like uh during your training that you have this one little thing that you don't you kind of don't get right and then like towards the end you have to get it right and you feel like if you don't get it right you're not going to be good and that was that one time where he was dodging the poles and he came oh, on hitting his hit head yeah yeah, yeah. Classic, and then, uh, even the uh, the one the my favorite episode is the one. I mean, I guess I mean I'm black, but the the dude, the black dude, uh, Jason Ozma. Yeah, I thought it was pretty realistic and everything. Like you know, he wanted, he, how he's saying he wanted to fight for his family, even though his family was like uh like them people over there. But it's yeah. like <laughs> so like I, like I can understand it from like uh you know from my point of view and everything like that. And just like you know, his heart training and everything. I really like that guy. Yeah. A little bit better than, than uh, Ippo on that episode, actually. Yeah, because yeah, he's he kind of rooting, rooting for the other guy on that one. He, he was I even mean, more pure-hearted, you though. Might have to, you might have to sit this one out, Ippo. Exactly. Not saying that your your reasons ain't valid, but you'll be okay. Yeah. He's yeah, fighting for okay. his family, and my it, boy. Yeah, Ippo, yeah. Ippo, that was his, that's where he lived, and he was just like a timid guy. This guy is stationed over there, doesn't have any family by himself, and trying to show respect back to the gym that's taking him in and kind of giving him a home. And then he was like, all right, boy, I'm about to ball this fist up. You about to get Debo now. I'm about to show yeah. you. Um, yeah. Have you, have you, uh, uh, well, have you watched Baki? Oh yeah, definitely. I've watched, uh, I watched all the Baki. I didn't like how they uh, portrayed Muhammad Ali towards the end. I felt like it was kind of disrespectful. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I, I still enjoyed the show. Yeah. yeah. I, the, I told uh, somebody, I was like, if you want to, I said, go ahead and watch Baki. Baki is really well done. The animation's fine uh, and it's beautiful and crisp, but the manga does a better job. Like, again, the the respect that they pay to Muhammad Ali, the respect that they pay to uh, each like patron saint of a country that they're talking about. He's very respectful. And then the animation, like, ah. It's so much better in the manga. Yeah, so, so like, much. When Muhammad Ali came on board, Yujiro. it was like. Yeah, he was just all kinds of flowers to Muhammad. In the anime, yeah, you, you did get that feeling like, huh, that's how you view our, our great one? Right. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, oh, that's how you going to do his song? You going to do his song like that too? Have his song cry? Oh, damn. Right. <laughs> he went through a whole gauntlet and got beat up by every single person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Hey, yeah. well, he had he had he got again. He's black, so he had to fast track that that Baki ass whooping that Baki took years to get from everybody. It's like, nah, you let me get that finger. Let me, oh, your foot's broken. Let's do that again. I'm like, damn, and don't right. propose to Baki's girl. You already knew. But yeah, he, yeah. He, he went out like a simp, too, on top yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> he did. On top of that. Oh, yeah. man. I, I, don't, I didn't want to relive that. card and everything. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to relive that. I wanted to give him some respect. but and The know. sad part is Bucky came back and took all that shit. All right. right. And then told her he didn't want her. He was like, it was good, but. <laughs> Bitch, you, you can know. go to him if you want to. Yeah, if you want to go, you do what you do. Yeah, do me no difference. <laughs> Get out of uh, here. Dang. Man, made me relive that memory. In the manga <laughs> though. In the manga though. It didn't go yeah. that way. It went a lot smoother. It was it was it was yeah. there were hints of that there, but I'm talking about the Muhammad Ali port. Muhammad Ali Jr., we're gonna leave him alone right now. He Ujiro kinda he he just gave respect to the plight of black people and Muhammad Ali taking on the responsibility through his religion and through who he is and his celebrity to represent them and i was like damn dude this is this is my all-time legendary top 10 right here um do you read any manga i actually don't read any manga you guys got any any uh <sighs> recommendations i'll do it Ooh, okay baki is a good one yeah, especially if you're already kind of familiar with it you, you know and i think it'll be dope when you're reading you just be like wow this this is because that's one of the few mangas I feel like is truly different from the anime. Mm, yeah. Weird, subtle ways to it where is. if you're a fan of anime, then that that'll be oh. an easy one that will grasp you into you know the whole manga world. Yeah. And yeah. and it's an easy read. It's not nothing too. It's not too you know busy. Yeah. And I'll, I'll send you a link to that. And then I was gonna say Tokyo Avengers because that manga is good, but. Uh, there's one that's similar to Baki, and it's a kid that is trying to be the next heir of this martial arts style. And he goes from high school, you know, kind of like Baki does. And he's yeah. got his dad's a twin. So, of course, he has to fight his dad and the, the evil twin. Then he's got an older brother and the grandpa. The whole family comes from martial artists. But there's also rival clans and shit like that. Uh, but it goes into MMA pretty heavy because they have tournaments. And he meets this guy from Brazil that's doing some jujutsu and some other things. So I'll send both of those links to you. That'll be tough, is what it's called, and Baku. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, no problem. Uh, Caleb said, "I like Attack on Titan, but it gets really weird, and I stop reading it." Well, see, this is you're reading at a fifth grade level right there. If you stop, you got to get all the way up to ten, buddy. No, finish it. Finish it. It is weird. I know what you're talking about. Just finish it, it, it Caleb. It is, it is aggressive. Hey, it's it's weird. It is it is super mind fucky. It's almost like when you read Monster and you realize who the real bad guy is, and you're like, this yeah. this is why white people should whoop their kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I've seen, I'm, no, that's facts. It is facts, though. That's, that's that's what happens when you don't whoop your kids. I'm sorry. Like my wife has this fascination real quick with this. Uh, if you want to look her up. I don't know how 400. She's comfortably in the 400s. I know that maybe 500. Her name is uh, Foodie Beauty. She met this Egyptian guy, uh, again skinny guy, but she was doing. She's just so entitled. And I was like, her parents should have whooped her ass because she's sitting here talking about uh, 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 this black girl that does reaction videos to her channel. She's like, she just took everybody's money 
and just spent it. You, you can tell she needs money right now. That's why she's trying to do all these. She's promising all these live streams because she's eating ramen noodles. And, and so oh. she was like, well, her hair looks bad. And then, you know, for a black girl, this and black girl that I was like, all right, let's roast this bitch right now. Oh. Let me let me go <laughs> ahead and find her. But she has all this drama, but it comes from entitlement. This guy wanted to leave and was with this other girl. And he she keeps leaving her clothes and her CPAP. She won't go get it. And then she calls the cops on him. And I was like, oh. this is this is again, you you and Angie talked about like women that call the cops unnecessarily make it harder for other women to prove their case because uh, you motherfuckers will keep getting us and nothing, the shit's not adding up. So right. she um, she called the cops on this guy and then uh, they took him in and she's like, well, if he would have stayed with me, I wouldn't have tried to do this. But I didn't know going into the police station and telling this was going to ruin his life. I was like, bitch, Rich. you are the- comfortably in your 30s what the what are you talking about you did this on purpose hey man hey. Didn't teach you that mm. Mm. No, I get taught to walk across the street look both ways bro, i just wish my grandma had some time with some of these people like you go in this room and if you can leave if miss connie lets you leave because she got a new knee now and she got a razor blade she got a, she got a pistol too she got a couple things she's like deadpool deadpool in real life <laughs> Um, uh, we were talking about, uh, I'll send you those manga links. Um, what is the worst punch that you've taken in a match? Cause sometimes uh, when you get knocked out, you get buzzed. You don't even feel it. You just like groggy to wake up. But then sometimes you feel that some bitch and you're like, oh, mm, my teeth moved. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I guess you never, you never forget the guy's name who hit you the hardest, but, uh, <laughs> So this one, like, I, I forgot. It was, it was when I first started, <laughs> uh, you know, getting into tournaments and everything, it was like it was like my uh, my first tournament. It was like a three fight tournament. I had fought the first two guys and I was feeling good because I knocked them yeah. guys out. And then the third day, I fought a guy who was like on his way to uh, he was on his way to like the I guess the elite amateur uh, situation where you mm-hmm. have more than ten fights and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, his name was Gregory Moore. Mm. And I never forget, like I, like like he was old government name. <laughs> hey, yeah, I know his government name and everything. Yeah, he was over there like this on the on the, on the ropes. I was like, why is he so calm? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the bell started. They didn't even have the regular bell. They had like the the like, yeah, uh, we're about to have an alien infestation. Uh, going like, what is going on here? Right, what's going on here? So you know, I stepped up and uh, you know, I, I threw I threw a couple punches. They missed. He hit me with something. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. He just kind of like had me like, uh, uh, uh. and then uh, you know, after that, I guess, I guess, just de- depending on who you are, uh, you either fight more or you kind of cower a little bit. And I decided yeah. to fight more. So you know, I was going in trying to you know grab him and do some mm-hmm. extra stuff. And then he hit me again, and I, I wobbled. They uh, you know they hit the little the little mm-hmm. uh, one eight count or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, another time. Try to do the, one, the same combination again, and then he hit me and he dropped me. Oh. <laughs> and I tried to get up, and I just couldn't. And the ref called it off, man. It was it was definitely the worst. You worst know, when when you lot, when you moved, I thought you were trying to reenact it like they do on Fight Night. Just now, I was yeah. like, oh, he could. Uh-oh. But no, yeah. I know, I know, you do learn from him, I, uh, dude. I think. What do you say yours would be? I think the hardest technique I've ever taken. I, I, yeah, I had my cup on. There was, we had this big Russian guy named Lev, and I was teaching him, and I knew he had shitty kicks because we had scheduled that private to fix his kicks. We're doing a roundhouse kick. It comes from a hinge joint. You got to raise it up nine degrees and then pop it out and bring it back. And I said, okay, 
I want you to aim right here and you're just going to touch my knee. He like pulled his leg back like a little kid and boom. And I told him, I think I told him twice. I was like, if you hit me in the nuts, I, I guarantee I'm going to get you back. Oh. If you hit me in the nuts. And uh, I don't know if he, if, if he just wanted to test it or not, he hit me. And I felt like somebody stuck a, like a twizzle stick up my dick. And there was, I was going to piss fire and blood. And I went, wow. And he just goes Man. down. I said, I told you. I was going to kick you in the nuts. Aggressive illustration. That if you, you kick me. Kept that in your head. And I said, yeah, I'll be back. Oh, yeah. Because I went to the bathroom and I was like, dude, if you fuck this up for me. Like, <laughs> I, I'm probably going to jail because like I'm about if, to if use I that later. Pee, hey. I'm coming in there and I'm beating your ass again. And like, <laughs> I, I feel like that was the worst feeling one out of all because that sent a jolt. Like, normally you get hit and you can feel like a shockwave somewhere. I just felt it in my dick. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, this is like... You like did it explode like stuff. a hot like? And I thought it, I thought my cup stuff. broke, but he didn't break my cup. But it dug in, and I was like, "Mother, this is why I wear my cup. This is why I wear my cup." But I think like I've had some. I've been uh, kicked with a toenail in the eye, and I like, had partial oh. vision for a little bit. I had a thumb to the eye, and same thing. But that didn't hurt. I was just like, "Fuck, Jessica's gonna be pissed if I'm blind because I don't be able yeah. to do shit." <laughs> Yeah. That's that's where your mind goes when you're married. Like my wife's gonna be. And then she's gonna be talking shit. She's gonna be talking yeah. shit. Exactly. Like, so See, this why you should be doing this. Was you wearing headgear? If you're wearing headgear, wouldn't happen. If you're wearing gloves, and I'm like, dude, my my wife kept me in peak evasion shape because I didn't want to hear shit about nothing. And I was like, I don't want to. Yeah, I gotta get out of here. Get these hands up, block. Um, I took I took a reverse punch at a tournament once. That knocked the air out of me, and that was the first time that a punch had knocked the air out of me by a kid. Because uh, I think we were like seventeen, and this is um, Mark. His whole family's military, and I, I didn't see him too much after that. But he came in. We both hit reverse punch, but his arms were. Is that Dragon Ball Master Roshi Goku kick? His arms were longer, and he hit me. And I went, <laughs> and, and my coach was like, "He's all right. Get you're all right. Get on." I was like. I looked at him. I was like, I just got hit. Yes, I'm all right. But let me answer. Let me catch my breath. And uh, Josh, Josh hit me with a sidekick. His sidekick was fucking hard. Who else hit me? Leaf kicked me in the throat. Surprisingly, that didn't hurt. But it was just like, it was weird. Because I like, I guess the impact just made me swallow different. And I didn't like that. It's like oh. everything was like yogurt going down. I was like, I don't like this. I might not eat for a couple of days. We got, I need some solid foods. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are probably the, the worst. Like with, with, with body parts anyway. I, yeah, I got kicked in the stomach one time when I first started. It wasn't a good feeling. <laughs> nah, I kicks. Ah, dude, I saw I saw somebody get kicked and shit in their their pants, and they had white karate pants on. I was like, I'll never do that. I'm using the bathroom before class, and we doing that work. After I took that those turn kick and side kick from Josh, I was like, I don't like my shit moving around inside. I did that work every day. Oh yeah, that's doing too much. Mm. Doing too much. What was your worst one, Buck? Um, off the top of my head, I really can't recall. Um, I remember the hits. I'll take it from you. Yeah, but it's, it's... I don't feel like I can really count those. Um. Uh. Who did you, uh, you and Talon had some good, good matches. Yeah. You I and Ashton? None against, none against Talon or Ashton. I will probably say maybe DT. Oh, I remember because yeah. it, it was actually, now I remember. Yeah, actually. The jab? 
Yeah, because yeah. I had I was still my elbow was still mm. messed up. Yeah. Um and you you And it was like my first time really giving me even meeting DT. And um yeah, we were sparring. Two young black bucks in the ring. Yeah, and he, fighting uh, for he supremacy. Jabby, he jabby really good. I want to say on my nose. He did. I got a and, picture of it. Yeah, I remember that. But then you hit him in the body with that hook. Of course you did. Well, because <laughs> I was taking pictures. Yeah, I was taking pictures of everything. <laughs> He's like, "Here it comes, here it comes." Yep, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> now, if um, you ever don't pay me, put this yeah, picture on social media. Uh, I think that was probably the the, the worst hit because I've been hitting my nose before. And that's never just that's never a pleasant feeling, but the way he hit me, it was just like it, it, it shook my brain. Yeah, that was a good. Like. I bet he yeah. felt. I, I like bet he felt like it on the stick. knuckles. Hell yeah, motherfucker did. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to DT. Yeah. He just had a birthday. Yeah. Not shout too out long to ago. DT. Yeah, I actually need to call him because he's supposed to come to the studio to pick up his guitar. He's back um, in the states. Yeah, I think he's about to officially move to Africa. This I thought he already left. Sam. He visits a hardcore, but I think but officially no. they move this this summer. Um, nice but yeah uh one quick question i want to ask you before we move over to our uh anime and manga of the month mm-hmm. is and this is kind of just to kind of wrap up everything as well uh two-parter one what do you see is like what's your vision moving forward for uh grind and motivate like what is your ultimate vision for it all um and then also um as being a black man uh, that's, you know, considered we are technically fading to that mode of we're old heads. I'm 34, hmm. Elijah's 35, and you're 32. So we're we're all right in that vicinity of, yeah. Eh, yeah. shit the young people doing, we ain't understanding nah. no more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they doing that shit out there. That's too much energy. And, <laughs> yeah, and with you having a, a growing platform and whatnot, what's also something that you personally hope it does to yourself? Um, I guess uh, my vision overall for Grind uh, I guess obviously be to grow it as far as I can, and uh, I don't know maybe uh, turn it into some some other things with I guess influence and stuff like that. And then I guess on the other hand, some things that I hope that it would it would just uh, it's give me different perspectives from different people. So, uh, I guess I've kind of got to I've got I I definitely like before uh, I started before I you know I kept on doing videos. I've had a, a more straight line. I guess uh I guess conservative like in a black way approach to things, but uh you know as I've heard other people's opinions and even even when Angie talks to me like it's uh it's been been I guess eye opening. Yeah. Lots of things, yeah. Nice. Oh. You do hear it a lot uh, when you go back, even when you're talking and discussing against yourself. Like you know what, but this could be a possibility. So. And you leave it up to the audience. What do you think? Put it down. And, and I'm like, if you don't quit asking me to put stuff in the comments, I didn't comment like 18 times. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's the engagement because you want to respond. You want to have that conversation. He's like, but I got you. Yeah. I got oh, you. Oh, yeah. By Lady Cajones. Yes, he's got me. <laughs> oh, man, if you yeah, if you guys want to, because I didn't, we didn't even hit on like the fitness videos you do as well as like the boxing workouts on the uh, KO Kid Fit, which is two Ds, uh, which all everything is going to be in the description. So in the show notes, whenever you are listening to the show, which the show drops every Thursday, uh, click on the links and it'll take you exactly uh, where you can follow them on Instagram, where you can follow on the YouTube channels and actually subscribe and comment below. You'll see me commenting from Edge Gaming <laughs> uh, about all these issues. But YouTube right now is just so 
interesting in the fact that there's no real parameters on for the black community, I guess you'd say. Because if we do something that's a minor infraction, it's a it's a major infraction where we could lose our channel. Yeah. On the opposite end, like fresh and fit on the good old boys side, you can say whatever you want, be talking buck ass wild and still getting over. Cause I got onto it with uh, Instagram. I said, uh, uh, one comedian was saying it sucks seeing that the black students can't get on the trains to go back to their country, like the foreign students. And I was like, well, right now you got to remember some crazy white man is like, starting this war for no reason it's unorganized it's crazy so a lot of things are shut down and i feel sorry for not only them but all the other foreign students that can't get home like they sent planes away they're trying to send ships they're not letting them on trains and then youtube like you're gonna have to block this content and do that i hit i just did the same thing i did last time on twitter i was like you want to take my page take it but i was like that's some that's some bullshit because i said white man and he's crazy the motherfucker is crazy yeah he's indeed crazy and it was sad about it, Elijah. I think it's just that's that's their easier way for them to be able to still censor us. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they're having issues with keeping us censored in other venues and, and other platforms. But as content creators, uh, they they, they want to try to censor us the best way they can. Yeah. Um, this is our authentic selves. Mm-hmm. And they got their subtle ways. TikTok does the same thing, man. Yeah, the slightest thing for a content of color to do versus a non-colored person to do. Oh, they're instantly flagged, pay shut down. Yeah, um, yeah, just just yeah. another crazy. Even, um, I think even even when we talk about, I guess when we have like uh, you know black people that talk badly about black people, there, yeah, and they're able to get away with a lot more too, and get mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, like we just talked about Officer Tatum and uh and even Cynthia G. Cynthia G's with another yeah. uh, one that's like she said some crazy things. I'm kind of surprised at how she's able to continue Keep on. Doing, yeah. But uh, it, it's it's so crazy how they tap into these people and uh and when that tap in is no affiliation with uh, Richard Tappan right here. I just want to make <laughs> yeah. sure, but it's it's weird how they how they tap into that market of yeah. And it seems just like self-hate and just hate in general because it's like some of the shit you're saying don't even make sense and you can't believe it, but you're sitting here saying it because you, you want to show out in front of the, the collective that you have. Or like Joe Rogan, you want to show out in front of your friends because you can't say something and say, oh, it's racist right after you say it and then be like, I never said anything <laughs> racist. I never meant that. I was like... And he was know. just trying to double back a little bit. He knew what he did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hands down. He knew he's he stupid. Did. Well... Let's let's go ahead and uh, go into anime and manga of the month because uh, yeah. we are we're creeping up on an hour and Bucky. If you have time, can you convert this after the show for me? Because I've reached of my course. limit. Thank of you, course. sir. I got you, brother. All right. So anime and manga of the month. We always give everybody an anime to watch for the entire month or a manga to read because we did uh, do it weekly and people don't read anime and or watch anime and read manga like me. So we give you a full month to dive into these and let me see if I can go ahead and pull up this YouTube video because the anime of the month is the Idaten Deities Only No Peace. Uh, it has been 800 years since the incredibly fast and powerful gods of battle known as the Idaten have uh, sealed away the demons after an intense battle. Now the battle is just considered a myth or a fairy tale while the current generation of Idaten who have never even had to fight are enjoying their peaceful lives. How how similar to real life this is. 
someone awaken the demons once again. Armed forces, ingenuity, politics, and intrigue. If you've got it, use everything you can. This three-way battle royale with no rules and no limits uh, is about to begin. And I think like the first half of this synopsis describes it really well. Uh, the, sec- the second part of it is uh, one of the deity's granddaughters is still left on Earth while they're sealed away. And she has to train the new generation on how to fight and what combat is. And it's the same thing like... Just think of it now. Your kids, uh, if you got into a lot of fights, your kids most likely aren't going to get into a lot of fights, especially the way that the world is progressing today. If you look at somebody mean, that's, they might block <laughs> your kid up in jail. Um, so, like, you have to find a way to, again, and this is a story about, I don't want to say bonding, but communication. How do I convey this message? How do I convey the urgency of what was done and what needs to be done now to these these kids, this new generation that just wants to be aloof, but it's brightly colored. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoy this uh, anime. It's on Hulu right now, as well as Crunchyroll. So you guys can find it there. Um, uh, How many episodes is it? 11 episodes and it's by Mappa. So you guys have been watching Mappa shit for a long time. Nice, easy watch. Uh, oh yeah. Now this I saw on Viz Media Dan to Dan, and we talked about this with Spicy Lady CEO when she was on the show. On my phone, Viz Media put up uh, information. Uh, well, it has you put in all your information, and it describes this as eighteen plus. When I pulled up on the website, it just pulls right up. So hopefully we don't have any troubles. But when a boy into UFOs collides with the girl into ghosts, the universe will never be the same. Um, I'll pull up this first panel and basically they don't believe in ghosts. They don't believe in UFOs by the end of the first chapter or second chapter. Boom. They believe. And now the story goes on. It's a comedy. It's uh, got a lot of, uh, great art. And that's what I wanted to get to. Cause I've been talking to people about manga all day. If we look at this panel here, just like the contrast between the blacks, uh, the way that they do the buildings, the writing on the building, how they're condemned. Um, and then it just feels like uh, Dora Hidora. So if you guys have ever watched that, that's on Netflix. That's a nice artistic anime to watch. But there's a lot of griminess here. It kind of reminds me of Tokyo Revengers. So if you want that new style, go ahead and dive into it. But here are two main characters. Uh, crazy ass boy with these glasses. And then this tall girl that uh, is actually... About to get, I think she wants this boy to uh, be her boyfriend, but he turns her down. And I was like, oh man, as soon as the guys start reading this, they're gonna be like, yeah, turn her <laughs> ass down, tell her she's stupid. But it's a good, it's nice and funny. I, I relate it to Sakamoto days, except for it's a little bit darker. But go ahead and check it out. Dan to Dan is your manga of the month, and the Eat Dots and Deities No Only Peace is your anime of the month. Um, Micah. When's your next fight? Um, I don't know. I'm just kind of just just training and working out, to be honest. No, he just roaming the streets, whooping ass. Yeah. Now he's like, hey. he's, <laughs> he's just looking for it now. He's hey. like, I don't know. Yeah. It might be tonight. It might be tomorrow morning. It all depends on who wants to step froggy with me. That's it. Hey, I like it. I like it. Um, when's your next video drop? Because there was uh, uh, one not too long ago, a couple hours. I. Uh, not too, not a couple hours ago, but uh, I was planning on maybe putting something out to either today or tomorrow, so okay. maybe two tomorrow. So we'll see. And how is the algorithm treating you so far? Uh, I, I guess it just it just depends on what I put on there. 
Like, I think when I talk about uh, certain issues, like if I talk about something like uh, like the Joe Rogan thing, mm. I will not get that many views. If I talk about <laughs> other you know, they're talking about talking badly about black people or, or mistreating, I don't get that many views. But, uh, you know, when I just mm. talk about you know, your your basic surface level stuff like dating or uh, make fun of fresh and fit, I get a lot of views, of course. Uh, yeah, I guess if, you know, if I put like a music video or something like that, that might get some views. It just... Yeah. It was very, it's, 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 it's odd. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, that that happens with some of mine, but now that they busted down that anime wall, you guys might, you guys have been seeing me and Buck do the uh, manga reads. Haven't got flack for that shit. So come on back. Join us here at twitch.tv forward slash underscore 5000. Uh, and we'll do this. I think it drops Sunday or Mondays typically for, uh, it's usually Sundays, isn't it? Dragon Ball Super. Because you're yeah, always uh, here on the show, so yeah. Super. Uh, can yeah. you link uh, his YouTube and Twitch? Yes, I will. I'll go ahead and do that now. Uh, Bucky, tell them where uh, they can find you and Black and Studios. Black and Studios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, the Buckety on TikTok and also Instagram, even though it's private and I want it self. But TikTok, definitely follow me. <laughs> And Micah, go ahead and give them all of your uh, social medias. I'm putting uh, the YouTube in the channel now for those okay. that are grabbing it. All right. So, uh, yeah, YouTube is obviously Grind and Motivate. Um, also, KO Kid Fit. If you want to check me out on Instagram, you can find me at KO Kid 45 and uh, Grind and Motivate 45. It's simple. Yeah. <laughs> he said it's simple, you dummy. <laughs> That's what you got. That's what you got. It's simple, dummy. Uh, how do you not get this? Um, and you can always follow us on our official Facebook page. Now, one thing that I have been doing, you're going to get more vlogs and reels. I, I thought about doing vlogs of my, my workout. and I did the calf one. I was like, I don't want to be in here positioning the camera while I'm doing I'm going to get my leg shit done and out of the way. My leg's still healing. So, uh, But there's a lot of reels I'm going into. Uh, there was a mini series I just finished. It's proving you're worthy of Thor's hammer, where I went through all the Avengers on the game trying to pick up Thor's hammer. Uh, then we're doing the reasons to watch classic anime. Also, I just did the Toonami vibes video, so I'm gonna be playing some old school promos. And uh, there's a reason why. Um, but there's gonna be reels on every channel: the Edge Gaming, that's EJB Gaming channel, the Elijah Five Thousand Bailey channel, and my personal Facebook page. So make sure to follow those. Uh, and then everything else is at Elijah Bailey Show without the W. Just chop it off at the end. That's S H O for Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Um, Caleb, I will send you these links personally, dude. Because trying to trying to think and find this shit, I'm like, what am I doing again? At least I'm there go Caleb Ben entitled. See, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, but uh, thanks for jumping in. No problem, Caleb. Thanks for jumping in. Uh, thanks, Jay Stone. Thanks, everybody that was in chat on Twitch. Thank you guys for jumping in chat on Facebook. Thank you, Micah, for joining us. Uh, yes, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. This, this friendship evolved from commenting on YouTube. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And so, if you want to get into uh, Micah's DMs, all you got to do is follow him, comment. Subscribe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, super chat, and then <laughs> then he might accept you after after you meet a hundred dollar minimum. There we go. We need to have like the red pill rules for content creation. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down for it. Uh, but thank you, sir. Thank you guys for jumping in, and we will be back Wednesday 
Actually, since we added um, a little bit of lunch break, uh, watch parties, join us on Tuesday and Thursday at noon. And we are finishing up Vinland Saga. So we're going on episode seven and eight on Tuesday. And we're starting back with uh, Thorfinn being a little rebel, a little badass and, you know, going in that path for his revenge for his father. Um, And then Wednesday we have are we doing a little bit of Wednesday or a little bit of anime this Wednesday book? I believe so. I think that puts us back on track. So a little bit of anime this Wednesday, 6 p.m. Jump over there. Make sure to follow us here on Twitch or the A Little Bit Anime Facebook page to join in chat for the podcast. We're going to have an exciting episode this week. And Bucky will be back this Saturday. We'll go early. We'll do 7.30. Dragon Ball Fighters. He's going to show up and show out. We'll go 7.30 to 9. That way, Stone, Jstone812, he can hop off and get to his other stream at 9 a.m. Uh, but thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll catch your ass later. See you guys. What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckley appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.